This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and psychotherapist. Please note that this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. So today we have someone very special. I love what she does in the Instagram space. And we had spoken, I think, right when I had launched Compassion and Caregiving for, for her to tell me a bit about her story and who she is. So today we have Roxanne Santiago, and she is the founder of Wilson and Grandpa, a project dedicated to bringing awareness to Alzheimer's disease. The project was inspired after her grandpa Esteban passed away from Alzheimer's disease in October of 2020. Wilson and Grandpa was created to normalize the conversation of Alzheimer's in a simple, relatable way and help others understand more about the disease and how they can make a difference, even if they're not a primary caregiver. So welcome, Roxanne. Thank you so much for having me here. Very excited. Thank you for everybody who's listening as well. And I, what really captures me to to and gravitates me towards your Instagram feed and everything else that you're doing is you have such a cohesive way of bringing everything together in a I, I told you you seem so good at graphic design and you know the visual part of it is so captivating and it captures exactly what you're looking for so that if someone is scrolling through their feed they're gonna stop and look because you make such great content And I think that's really important when you're trying to share your message because people are going to stop and look. So (laughs) I just had to say that, but you don't have a history in graphic design. You just, that's just something you like doing. Right. So thank you very much again for the compliments on my Instagram feed. I take great pride of putting it all together and it's actually for that. So people can um, go in and it's aesthetically pleasing to them. And it's not just something full of like numbers or graphics and stuff like that, that is hard to understand or process. So the way I wanted to do it is something that me, that I wasn't, a prim- I'm not a primary caregiver, something that I, I will look and understand and, and want to share with other people um, to see in, in my family, my friends, so people who follow me. So that's definitely like one of the main goals. And I have like a whole color palette and stuff that I use to hopefully capture people from all ages as well. So that's. Yeah, I know you as the purple, the purple page because (laughs) everything is purple, Um, but you've branded so well. And I like that because it really gets the message out there for all ages. You know, I think younger people would be drawn to it just as older people would be drawn to it. So I wanted to know, how this idea came to mind for you, uh, because obviously it's a very special idea and even the name of it is very special. So how did you come up with this concept? So absolutely, thank you. So my grandpa passed away in October of 2020 and I needed to do something to fill like the void in my heart after he passed. So I joined like the Alzheimer's walk and my community over here But then I was going through pictures that I had 
when I visited my grandpa passing um, October before he passed. And I took a picture of this little thing called Wilson. Uh, and I'm like, I asked my grandma, what, what is this? This is like the cutest thing ever. And she explained to me um, about Wilson. And I immediately tied it off together. Like, this is my grandpa's companion. This is the who he was able to, I don't know, I in my head was like, oh, they had conversations. They were able to understand each other, stuff like that. So what is Wilson, just so people know? Yes. So Wilson, it's a twiddler. That's what people call it. And I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but it was um, like a sensory uh, cushion or something like that, that people with dementia uses. And my 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 grandpa didn't use it like that. He used it as a baby. So my grandma just turned it into a baby, gave it a little face, a little smile, put the beanie on. So hopefully people can go check it out so they can they can know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But then I started again this project because I realized that I didn't know all these amazing resources that are out there and things that can support people um, that are living with dementia and the caregivers. So I didn't know about it. So I'm like, okay, let me create something that maybe people can go and look at and find like different resources during the conversation and find community, which is so important to have a community, people that support each other and, and give each other tips and stuff like that. So the name, again, I wanted to tie it up to them, again, like friends or companions and stuff. And I asked everybody for like name ideas and stuff. And then realized, okay, Wilson and grandpa, because that's who they are. And hopefully people can take the meaning and, and take something positive out of it. <laughs> no, that's, that's really cool. I like how you did that. And so I know you weren't the primary caregiver or were you involved in your grandfather's care while he was unwell? They lived in Puerto Rico throughout the most of the process of my grandpa having Alzheimer's dementia. And I live in Florida. So I will see them from time to time. They got to live here for a little bit. So I, what I could do is when I was there, again, I didn't understand much about Alzheimer's. So I didn't know if there was something specific to do. Like I was not aware of those things, but you know, I will come help um, maybe dress him or put lotion on him or help him move around, take care of him. If my grandma had to go run an errand or something. So that's pretty much how I was like involved in that sense. But this is when it comes to mind, like, oh, I wish I would have known, I don't know, about art therapy or about music therapy, that those are activities that I can do with him that I could have done with him and, and help him through this process. Was the Alzheimer's really impactful with your grandmother? Did it have a big impact on her and, and her life and how she was feeling at the time? Absolutely. I mean, my grandma, she was always his primary caregiver for my grandpa had heart disease and he had a heart transplant and went through all this with his heart. So even before Alzheimer's, she was always taking care of him. But when the Alzheimer's hit, of course, I, having the his his companion for so many years they were married for over 50 years not being pretty much being able to do things together like go out on trips like they like to do or, or even go to the grocery store um have a coffee those things like really really change her and i'm not sure how much of support they get in for example in puerto rico in that sense like for alzheimer's specifically so i don't know what resources she had over there so it, it really did. I think one of the biggest thing was that she she was so used to taking care of him that I feel like sometimes she would 
refused help a little bit because she was the one who was able to do it, everything. So we will try to maybe ask her, hey, it's okay, we can do it, or don't worry about it, don't feel guilty, go out, have fun. And that's something that she she didn't understand. Like her time was 100% dedicated to my grandpa, like 100%. So when she lost him now, she's still to that grieving process. Like, what do I do with my time? I need to take care of someone. So she's going through that right now. <laughs> And that makes sense. And a lot of people experience that after they lose someone when they've been caring for them for so long. We just had a different uh, guest on, I I guess, a couple of weeks ago. And she was saying the same thing that, you know, she was caregiving. It was really stressful. She lost her loved one. And then after she lost her loved one, it was almost like she was grieving the caregiving. She's like, what, what do I do? My life, what do I do with my life? Yeah. My, my mom put it in a very beautiful way. She was like, you took care of him for so long. So now that he's, he left to heaven, he's gifting that time back to you. So she's yeah. finding she's finding ways now to to do something like getting involved in church and doing different things, which is very sweet that she put it that way. This is the time for you now, which is nice. that's very sweet. Is your grandma visiting you right now? She is. About- yes, yeah, she is. She came in for the holiday season and we're very excited. And she brought Wilson with her. So it's even better. <laughs> That's great because now you have him in person. You can take pictures of yourself with Wilson now yes. for your feed, which is great. <laughs> what kind of resources does Wilson and Grandpa offer to people out there who are coming across the the feed? Right, absolutely. So I create content that gives little tips here and there, mostly focused on maybe encouraging caregivers to take the time for themselves as well, and and how they can again, participate in self-care and all of that. But I also want to reach out to people who, again, are not primary caregivers and they, so family, friends, even strangers, like how to approach to people um, living with dementia. My main goal with this brand, which uh, will be launching soon, we have a website and we'll have a little store with things that can, that has, items from people in the community like creators and small businesses so we can support them as well and those profits are going to be towards alzheimer's so it's running the project and it's going to be towards research and of course my goal at some point because i'm learning more about this is how caregivers don't get as much financial support as they should (laughs) so eventually in the future my goal is to have like a like a grant or something that we can give to somebody who is in need of resources so in my website and in my um, Instagram, you can find, again, uh, how to bring awareness, the importance of bringing awareness, uh, tips and stuff like that to care for your loved one and, and interact with them. Wow, Roxanne, I love that. I love the idea of that and that you're not only creating your own stuff, which would be amazing in and of itself, but you're looking at the community and getting things from the community and donating that. I think you're so full of heart in what you do and it's it's so obvious but i love how you take it to the next level and you really try and incorporate community and you try and really reach out to as many people as possible you're not just about your brand but you're reaching out to everybody else and that makes it just so much more unique and i think everybody should should take a look at at what you have to offer because it's it's so wonderful. And it's not even, this isn't your job. Like I think people need to realize you're doing this because you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much. Absolutely. C community, it's it's something that I've learned uh, when I joined this Alzheimer's community and how everybody's so supportive of each other and stuff. So I definitely want to be that one place that people can see uh, what people do, creators uh, share stories and, and again, bring the realness of this disease and, and what people are doing to, to make a difference. So thank you so much for, for that. <laughs> of course. Do you ever ask your grandmother for her input when you're creating your content? I do. Yes. Especially at the beginning that I had like so many questions. Hey, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I have a lot of my posts that I make about tips come from her, like and things that I've seen and things that she she has explained to me. And sometimes she's very cute because sometimes she calls me and she's like, hey, I thought about this that I used to do with your grandpa. Maybe you can share it at Wilson and Grandpa. And I think it's, it's cute that she's also involved and, and she's so proud of it. And and I definitely I, I have learned so much from her and from other people in that sense. So I definitely want to share it with everybody. <laughs> and your grandpa, I'm sure, would be so proud of you, too. Were you, were you close to him? I was very close to him, very close. So it was hard enough that we were not living in the same country. He's, he just had such an amazing impact in everybody's lives. Like he was so kind, so compassionate, so understanding of other people, had such a good sense of humor. So he was just amazing to be around. And, and I want to be like him when I grow up, I always say. <laughs> what did he do for his, did he have a career or how did he spend his life? He worked for, uh, he was like a regional manager for a newspaper uh, company in Puerto Rico called El Vocero. So he worked there for many, many years and retired. And then unfortunately, due to his heart disease, he had to retire early. And then my, my grandma took care of him for, for that time. Mm, yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm looking at your feed now because I just, I want to scroll through and, and let people know what they can find on here. And again, the, the graphics are just so great. But you give, like, for example, tips on loving someone with Alzheimer's disease, and you're talking about the things that you wish you personally could ensure caregivers have. So I just I love it because it's not just about, you know, tips and and ideas. It's also about you're talking from your own personal experience and you're talking about what you went through and what you hope other people have in their journeys. Exactly. Exactly. So people can, can look in, if people have their loved one with them right now, like these are things, for example, that I wish I could have done with my loved one. So definitely that's, that's why I want to share that and, and hopefully inspire other people, encourage people to, to, you know, not be afraid of interacting with their loved one or uh, that has dementia or really like learn some basics that, that will enhance that, that experience for them. And create memories, which is very important. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know we spoke about this a little bit um, earlier on in the year, but I'm just curious, culturally in Puerto Rico, how do they see Alzheimer's? Do they see it as, you know, a medical issue or do they see it as just part of the aging process? I'm always curious about other cultures and how they approach different quote unquote diseases, because in North America, it's very medicalized and it's it's called a disease mm -hmm. so thank you for asking that question because i don't think people realize how different it is again between cultures and stuff from my my experience and what i've seen i feel like people has tied up to the fact that you're getting older age right and that's something well there's if you get it that for you 
I don't think they realize again how many things and resources we can they can have to make this experience um, this process a little bit easier for them. So I feel like there's some there can be some stigma around it surrounding that that a lot of the times they don't necessarily want to accept the fact that their loved one is having symptoms or having experience due to experiencing dementia and stuff. And I feel like it can get ignored many times in the sense, like maybe they don't go and seek the the resources or the professional um, medical advice as they should. They just, again, make it part of the age aging process and stuff. And, oh yeah, you know, he forgets stuff. It is what it is kind of thing. Um, they, they don't, again, they don't realize all this medical stuff and things and resources that they can have to, to make this process easier. So I guess it goes both ways in that, you know, because it's not really seen as as much of a disease as it is an aging thing, people also maybe don't take it in that way and maybe don't access those resources and seek medical attention because it's more normalized as part of the process. Mm -hmm. Would that be accurate? I'm not sure if normalized. I just think like people don't know there's not enough conversation about it so which is also one of the reasons why I wanted to create this because I want people to know hey this is what it is and this is what we can do there's something we can do we shouldn't just Mm -hmm. be you know okay accept it and say okay it's part of like the aging process that's it like there's so much more to that and affecting so many other people like check more on the person caring for for somebody living with dementia. It's not the person has dementia and that's it. No, there's somebody with them taking care of them and doing changing their life completely to ensure this person has the quality of life. You know, hopefully they, the person wants to have this person to have a quality of life. So I think, again, it's it's the conversation. We need to bring that conversation and, and make people aware of, of how big of an issue it is. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And I'm glad you clarified that, that it's really just, there's not, not the awareness because it's just kind of there and, you know, it's not so much normalized. It's just there. But again, I, I find it, you know, all different cultures and parts of the world, they just, they look at things so differently. Right. And, and I, I'm so fascinated when I, when I learn that people are from outside of, of North America and that's where they've had their illness because, I know that things are seen very differently there. And like, for example, I've had some some clients here in the hospital who, you know, their family might say, yeah, we know he he has something going on with his brain, but that's, I mean, that's what it is. Like that, that's what it is. What's, why does he need medicine for that? Right? So. Exactly. Yeah, I can, I can see that 100%. It's, it's very sad. It's very sad that people just see it and it's just there. And, and you know, I could have been part of it too. Like, again, I, like I didn't realize what Alzheimer's was, like the definition of it and what it entails. So that's, that's why joining the conversation is so important. And it, it, I want to say educate people, but when you say educate people can get a little, okay, what's all this? You know, I just bring, bring it to the table and say, Hey, this is what it is. And we might be part of it someday. And we don't want to be part of that. Right. Like we want to do something, make a change too. So our, we don't have to go through this, our, see our families and friends go through that. So that's why it's important to have the conversation and make a difference and bring the importance to it. Right. And I also feel like it's part of perception because I feel that maybe some people wouldn't see would see an issue with how we're doing things in saying, you know, 
well, it's sad that you think it's a disease because we think that it's just part of aging, right? Mm -hmm. And I think growing up in North America, we see it as, oh, it's, you know, it's too bad that they don't see it like that, but they probably see it differently for us, right? And, and I'm sure they have their own perceptions about us. So it's really about who's looking at it and who, you know, whose lens is it going through? And we can't put our cultural and societal norms on other people because they have their own experiences um, and they don't agree with what we're saying. So <laughs> I always think it's interesting to, to see it like that. But uh, yeah, so thank you so much for being with us today. I can't wait to see your store and see everything that you're coming out with. I signed up for your newsletter, so I can't wait to see what's coming in the emails. Your emails are also very captivating. I just, everything that you do is just so interesting because of the branding and the way that you do it. I, I find you very unique. So I'm glad you were here today. Yeah, thank you again for inviting me and for for letting us with through this podcast uh, have a platform to express and our experiences and and reach out to more people. So I really appreciate everything you do as well for caregiver communities and, and to us that are in it. So thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.